guys, it's Jamie from the Ironcast podcast. Uh, today's episode is about day one and the events covering UK's strongest man. So, we have event one, day one, Hoose of Elstone, 183 kilograms in its entirety for distance. Um... It's hard to comprehend that much weight and it's hard to explain how much that really is pressing down. Um, me, myself, I've, I've not really had any experience of, of training Husserville. I haven't, I haven't really had any reason to. Closest I think I've got experience-wise, um, carrying a yoke, you know, uh, out the front. But 183, I think I heard Rob Oberst uh, speaking recently about how they train for these types of events. And... It's like you have to take short breaths because it just crushes your chest and your lungs. And, and, and don't forget you're walking with this as well. And if you're really going to go for it, you're going to go quite a distance. Um, so what did we see? We saw Group A. Um, had Andrew Flynn, Paul Benton, Paul O'Dwyer, Gav Bilton, uh, Scott Milne, Ryan Bennett, uh, Chris McNaughton and Dan Gracia. Now I'm not too sure what was happening with Dan. Um... You only see him in the background um, messing about with the stone. I think it may even fall over at some point, but there's definitely an alarm bell there. I don't know whether he was injured at this point. Um, I don't know whether he'd messed up, but something was going on with Dan. We'll come back to that uh, later in the episode. Uh, Andrew Flynn, though, absolutely flew out of the traps, um, covered a total distance of 7580 uh, meters for distance now that is some going especially as it's a guy uh, of a monist i've not really heard of before i've done a little bit of research after obviously seeing the episode um but i'd not come across andrew flynn properly and for him to come out and do that i think they'll call him the housewife's favorite uh, during the episode um that's some going we had paul benton there all six foot five of him covering 60 meters in total exactly we have Paro Dwyer, 47.80. Uh, Gav Bilton, Big Gav, 46.64. Scott Milne, another one I've not really come across before, um, 42.90, which isn't bad. And don't forget, this is 183 kilograms in the arms. Uh, then we had Ryan Bennett there. This is, this is continuing with Group A, 21.74. Uh, and then we had Chris McNaughton at 16.60. And as I say, Dan Gracia, um, zero in the Husserville there, unfortunately. But yeah, Andrew Flynn. Um, I mean, Paul Benton was happy with what he did. Um, Paro Dwyer, last year's champion, 46.80. Uh, sorry, 47.80. That's some distance, you know. But Andrew Flynn coming out as the shock. Uh, well, I say shock. I don't know whether it was a shock to him or not. But uh, I wasn't expecting someone like him to, to absolutely smash that. What do we have? We had Group B, uh, Rob Spence. And Rob Spence I've always been quite keen on. Um, he's a he's going to be a very, very good athlete in the future. He's only young. Uh, and at the minute, he's starting now to absolutely smash it uh, with the big heads. Um, Matty Diamond. <clears throat> uh, sorry, Rob Spence was 60 metres in total. It's only 15 or so behind uh, Andrew Flynn there. Uh, we've got Matt Diamond. 48 exactly, Chris Morgan 44 exactly, uh, Mark Jeans, the Welsh Dragon there, 43.30, Graeme Hicks 40 exactly, now Graeme Hicks, uh, obviously a big name there, 
finish mid-table-ish. Uh, probably more to come from him. Sean Logan, 37.75. Now, Sean Logan's become one of my favourite sort of guys to follow. Um, he's he's worked really, really hard to get to where he is. Last year's uh, England's Strongest Man, of course. Nice all-round guy. Um, he was actually out of competition. Now, he finished second in We're All Strongest Man uh, earlier this year. And he turned up with Marcus and uh, Badger and, and that. Um, it was nice to see them. Uh, we had Lewis Jack, 26.60, and then Jonathan Kelly at 16.70. Um, so it was a good start by Andrew Flynn, Paul Benton. Um, the only real shock, of, I'm going to be completely honest with you, is going to be the Andrew Flynn story. Um, Rob Spence, he just keeps getting better and better. So anything that he was going to pull out the bag there, which was going to contend with the top, it, it, it was always going to be a good result for him. Uh, Matty Diamond, if I'm honest, Matty Diamond I've not really heard much of. Um, friends on Facebook and that, but I've not really heard much of him. But 48 metres, I mean, come on. Just walking a metre with 183 kilograms on your on your chest is, is, is a feat in itself, you know. So those were the standings there after event one, or during event one for both group A and group B. Um, we then moved on to event two, the deadlift max. Now this is always going to be a troublesome event, I think. Uh, even training, when you hit your blocks of your three, uh, sorry, when you hit your blocks of your your max deadlifts, three hundred plus, regardless of the weight. Actually, to be fair, you're going to tax your central nervous system. Something wrong. Um, the opening weight was three twenty, a uh, three twenty deadlift. I mean, come on, that's heavy in itself. You know, a lot like the Hoopsville Stone, it's, 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 you can't comprehend it to people that don't lift, perhaps. Um, but we had Group A. Everybody, again, bar Daniel Gracia, pulls the opening lift. So it's becoming apparent at this point that there's something wrong with Dan. I don't know what the injury was. Later on in the episode, he does wear a, um, a sleeve on one of his arms. I don't know what type of injury he's got. It doesn't actually become clear either during the episode, but there's something going on there. I don't think I've ever seen Dan zero like that before, apart from when he got injured during the um, the English Strongest Man qualifiers, perhaps. Maybe it's something to do with that. Uh, Scott Milne he sets a new PB. Uh, this is all Group A, by the way. 360 kilograms. I mean, that's a heavy deadlift. It's heavier than what I'm lifting, to be fair. But then again, I'm, I'm, I'm a nobody. Um... Par, he wins the overall um, with a 380 deadlift. Now we're talking, it's 120 kilograms shy of Eddie Hall's world record 500 deadlift. So we're talking serious weight here. Um, par O'Dwyer um, wasn't the cleanest of reps. He's a strong guy, don't get me wrong. On his day, without having to do other max deadlifts before this one, probably would have been a clean rep. But he got it nonetheless, 380. And we had Gav Bilton, 360. Scott Milne, 360 PB. Um, bowed out at 380, I think, or anything heavier. He, he didn't want to attempt it. We had Andrew Flynn coming in at 340. Uh, Benton, 340. Bennett, 340. Chris McNaughton, 340. And again, as I say, Dan Gracia there at zero. Um, become more and more apparent that there's something more going on there with him. Uh, group B though, now this one features Logan and Hicks and Spence, this is quite a tough group of them honest, the more you look at it, um, 
everybody pulls the open lift, 320 kilo. Um, Sean Logan, come the end, he does try 400. I think it comes off the floor. Um, Bow's out though at 380. Spence at 360. Fourth, Chris Morgan, 360. Mark Jeans, 360. Matt Diamond, 340. Lewis Jack, 340. And then you've got Kelly at 340 as well. Um, Hicks, though. Hicks is 400. Hicks has had to pull 400 in this group to win it. That's how tough this group is. Not taking it away from Group A, but Group B. Graham Hicks is one of the best deadlifters in the world, but he had to pull 340. Uh, sorry, he had to pull 400 in order to make sure he took the points. Now, to emphasize here, as I mentioned here uh, a minute ago, any deadlift max event is going to tax you really, really hard. This is a three-day event, three days in a row. There's no rest. The only rest that you're going to get is once the show's finished, you go away and do your rehab, um, and then your prehab for the next day. But you're, you're taxing your central nervous system on day one with such a heavy deadlift. And Graham Hicks, and I'm honest, if I'm honest, not even a hitch from Hicksy there. Straight up with the 400. He even looks to the side, I think, uh, once he pulls it. And hat off to the guys. He's, he's a very, very strong man. So we had, after the deadlift, the overall standings for Group A were par on 14. Par do I, 14 points. We had Gav built in there. Big Gav, 11.5, sharing current second with Andrew Flynn. Uh, both 11.5 uh, points uh, then we've got Paul Benton and Scott Mills sharing fourth at 10.5 then sixth place Ryan Bennett at 6.5 Chris McNaughton at 5.5 and Dan Gracia still yet to get off the mark with zero points uh, group B Rob Spence at 13 points at top Hicksy second with 12 Morgan there with 11 uh, by the way, I don't know if there's been any interference while I've been talking. I've been having some terrible time with my microphone, so if there's any interference or crackling, I'm so sorry. Just persevere. I think it just I think it gives out in the end, so I'm, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, so Morgan eleven, uh, Logan and Jean's current uh, joint fourth with ten points apiece. Matty Diamond on nine, sixth place, seventh uh, and eighth place. Uh, Lewis Jack seventh, Jonathan Kelly on eighth. Lewis Jack with four points and Jonathan Kelly with three. So that's after the deadlift. So we then move on to um, the pole push. Now this event, it's hard to tell what it's going to do to you. Um, I Again, it's not something I've ever really um, had any experience with myself personally. I only had a go at the sandbag toss for the first time the other day. Uh, and I managed to break stuff in the gym that I go to doing that. So it's um, it's always a first sometimes when you come across some events in a in a strongman comp. And I think I heard Ian Bibby once saying that he doesn't really touch stones. And the first time he touched stones was in a competition. So there are certain things that you don't do in a gym. Pole push, definitely going to be one of those. You very, very rarely are ever going to train pole push. Um, how do you train it? Other than getting a... Um, someone else in the gym to go at you and even then I think it's risky you're going to cause injuries I reckon uh, nonetheless pole push was the third event and we pretty much come in on TV um, straight into the semi-finals so group A was Gracia versus Bennett 
I'm wondering if Dan held himself out here um, because he knew potentially that he he had something in the bag and this could have been his first real chance at um, securing points. Seems to have worked in his favour because in the end, I think Bennett just gives up. He's either knackered, shattered from, from, from Dan constantly coming back from the edge because he goes round quite a lot. And there's times where I think if Bennett wasn't too tired, he probably could have edged Dan out. But I think Dan had also planned for that. I don't know. I could be wrong. But it looks to me like Dan had a plan. Dan had a plan. And um, he just comes back from the edge every time. And I think in the end, it looked to me, like I say, I could be wrong. It looked to me like Bennett just went, you know what? I'm too taxed. I'm, I'm done. And he just bows out. Gives, it, gives the win to Dan there in the semi-final one. Uh, semi-final two for Group A was Bilton versus Benton. Two huge men, six foot five apiece, I think. Clearly, clearly, I know Gav had played rugby in the past. I'm an ex-rugby player myself, and when you come across people that size, they've got to be second rows, maybe number eights, but they've got to be second rows. These guys, so two colossal fellas. Um, wasn't a comfy win, but Gav Bilton does does beat Benton to the to the uh, to the points. And then Benton eventually finishes third, I think, in the playoff to take third for the for the Group B overall. Um, that was the semi-final. Um, and in the final, yeah, we got Gav Bilton versus uh, Gracia, and it wasn't really a contest. Bilton is, is a huge man. He's very strong. Seems to be a good all-rounder now. Um, I see him on Instagram quite a lot. His, his log's very strong. His deadlift's incredible. Um, and it's brute force so with, with the log uh, sorry with the uh, the pole push well, they did say on, on TV on the day if you were a prop like I am I'm an ex-Lucid uh, prop it probably transfers quite well and it came through with, with Gav there um, very well indeed so he wins the points uh, in total for Group A Group B again going straight into the semi-finals you had Kevin uh, Kelly sorry versus Morgan um, Kelly going through uh, and I think Kelly beats Hicks previous to this. Now, it looked like Hicks was tired. Now, this is pre-semi-final, sorry. This was to get into the semi-finals. Um, and Hicks, I, I think, again, Hicks understands his taxing uh, because there was no need for him to, to really challenge because he was in a good position overall anyway. Um, but Kelly goes through, beating Morgan. The second semi-final for Group B was Spence versus Jack. Jack went through on that one, and Spence ended up finishing third to take third place for points. Uh, and in the final, uh, Kelly versus Jack, and Kelly takes maximum points there. Not too much to report with that one. There were no shocks. It's not really that type of event. It just sort of it happens. It's one of those things, you know. Anybody could come away with points on that one. As you see, Dan Gracia clearly planned that well, I think, in order to take points uh, or his first point of the day. So Group A, um, after the pole push, let's have a look here where my notes thing. So after the pole push for Group A, you had Bilton, Gracia, Benton, first, second, third. Bilton on eight points, Gracia on seven, Benton six. Then you had Ryan Bennett, Andrew Flynn, Scott Mill, four, five, and six each. So it's uh, um, three points. Um, Sorry, five points, four points, three points. Uh, I don't know why I'm saying it like this. Fourth was Ryan Bennett. Five was Andrew Flynn. Uh, 
five and four points each. Sixth was Scott Milne with three points. Par on uh, two points in seventh. And then Chris McNaughton, eighth on one point. So the overall standings after that had finished, going into the eliminator for Group A, is Bilton first, Benton second, Par third. So this is where you start to realise that there's not so much effort was needed during the pole push because some of them were aware that didn't need to do anything. Um, you had Andrew Flynn fourth, Scott Milne fifth. Scott Milne uh, escaping the uh, eliminator there. Uh, so we had Ryan Bennett in sixth, Gracia seventh, McNaughton eighth. Uh, 11.5 points for Bennett, seven points for Gracia. Only points he picked up in the pole push with the seven points and 6.5 points for Chris McNaughton. Same for Group B. Uh, we had John Kelly finishing, or Jonathan Kelly finishing first with eight points. Lewis Jack second with seven points. Rob Spence third with six points. And Chris Morgan fourth with fifth, five points. Uh, Mark Jeans finishing fifth on four points. Sixth, Graham Hicks with three points. Seventh, Matt Diamond, two points. And Sean Logan finishing bottom, eight points. At uh, one point, finishing eighth. So the overall standings meant for Group B was Spence was clearly through with 19. Um, second was Chris Morgan with 16. Graham Hicks had done enough and 15 points third. Mark Jeans fourth, uh, 14 points. Now we had John Jonathan Kelly here finishing fifth, equal points with sixth, seventh, and eighth. Going through in fifth position, escaping the eliminator on count back. Close, very close at bottom four. So you had Logan in sixth. Going into the Eliminator, Lewis Jack, 7th going into the Eliminator, and then same with Matt Diamond, all finishing on 11 points. Jonathan Kelly just about escaping there. So the Eliminator, it's never going to be easy, is it? It's a max hold. Um, car deadlift, I mean, I've done car deadlift myself for reps. I think the maximum I've done is between 3, 350, and it is it's completely different to a normal deadlift. Um, it's weird instantly, even though it starts higher up on the leg, I, I just feel like, I feel like your face is going to burst. So for these guys to pick it and hold it, we have Group A, Chris Morgan, uh, Dan Gracia and Ryan Bennett. Now this is where Dan Gracia put the sleeve on. So I don't know if his bicep was still giving him in, uh, trouble from the injury he suffered with it. Um, but this is where he had a sleeve on. So I'm, I'm not too sure what was going on here with his injury. I'm not, I don't, I don't know where he was hurt, but obviously throughout this contest, something was going on. This was his best chance of going through 100%. Um, and in the end, unfortunately he doesn't. Ryan Bennett takes a win, uh, with Chris Morgan dropping the car first then Dan second. Um... He did well to hang on, Dan Gracia, by the looks of things. And then Ryan Bennett obviously takes the win. The other group for Group B was uh, Lewis Jack, Sean Logan and Matt Diamond. Now, Sean Logan, I'm expecting more from as time goes on because he's a big guy, very good strong man. And he's, he's just progressing. He's doing a bit like a Rob Spence. He just gets better and better each year. Um, Lewis Jack um, and Logan... Unfortunately, Logan is actually injured at this point, and he openly proclaims this. Um, drops the car first, Lewis Jack second, and Matty Diamond goes through for the win, and faints as well. See, that's how much it takes out yeah. He must scream, he exhales all his oxygen as he wins, and just hit, you can just see, blank. Um, everything just leaves. 
and he just hits the deck and obviously gets all the help of the oxygen and the ambulance and Sean Logan and that come over to help him. Um, but we have uh, overall winners on the day then. Um, Spence and Bilton. Um, two fantastic strong men. Um, Bilton just keeps getting better and better. He's a big, big man. Very big man. Um, just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And Spence, I don't know if that's just been picked up on microphone. My stomach has just shouted. I'm absolutely starving. Next minute to me after this. Uh, Spence, very, very young, has a very, very bright future ahead of him. Um, finishes top of his group, built on top of his. Going into day two, not too taxing for either, I don't think. Um, yeah, so that was the overall standing. Um, good competition all round. Some very, very, very good competition. Some guys that I've never seen before. I was very impressed with Andrew Flynn. Um... Paro Dwyer did his usual, he's a very strong man, carried himself through sensibly. Um and uh yeah, we had a we had a had a good day, I think. Uh, Dan Gracia though. Dan, I don't know if you're gonna hear this, but um let us know what's going on. I, I don't really know what kind of uh, injury you picked up, but there was definitely something going on there. And uh this takes us nicely into day two. Okay, so just to wrap the episode up, uh, just a couple of shout-outs, really. Um, first of all being Viking Forge Nutrition. Um, great little supplement company, locally based, um, UK based. Uh, I'm very proud to be an ambassador for. You can use my code of Jamie10 at their checkout. Check them out on Instagram uh, or www.vikingforgenutrition.com um for some um real good performance and uh, recovery supplements which uh, as i say i do use uh the second one being dedicated strongman gym uh in Fizakli. it's actually the gym i train at now um it's the place that i go to get all my strongman stuff done uh, i was recently just held a, a memorial for um uh, well a dedicated um event called the push pull um 2019 uh dedicated to a member unfortunately recently passed away carl taylor uh really really good day by the looks of things i couldn't get down due to work commitments from gutted obviously i'd have been down to support my gym um when he really just got to know the guys there uh fantastic setup great equipment look like they run a really good day in fact that's the second competition i've seen them run which was merseyside um which was uh, liverpool strongest man the other one absolutely fantastic massive turnout the guys are well respected in the industry and as i say what a great thing to do for their member that had uh, recently uh, lost a life um sad circumstances but what a what a thing to do so get yourself down to dedicated um look them up on facebook instagram uh, if you're in the pizzacoli area liverpool merseyside that is definitely definitely the gym to train at 100 the guys are great they're friendly uh, no baggage and the equipment is, is by far the best equipment I've used so uh, just to wrap up the end of the uh, the show thank you very much for listening um, episode 2 will be day 2 of UK Strongest Man wrap up and, and opinions again uh, I will eventually have people with me uh, today was just a solo flight but uh, thank you very much for listening hit me up on my own Instagram BigBasley87 and uh, I'll be seeing you very very soon